0: This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 420 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. And today's tip is sponsored by The Horse Depot, custom and innovative products for both horse and rider at thehorsedepotonline.com. Well, howdy everybody. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, it's getting to be springtime, and we thought we would do a special five part series here on Horse Tip Daily where we take a look back at some of the best tips that we've had for springtime. And now that we have over 420 different tips, we thought we would take a look back to the early days of Horse Tip Daily and find what we thought were some of the best and a kind of a wide variety of tips uh, that apply to springtime and things you should uh, be careful of or look out for or helpful hints. So we did. We picked out five of those and we're going to be bringing them to you over the next five days. Now, I know we have some very loyal listeners that have listened to every one of the Horse Tip Dailies. A couple of these will be repeat, or these will be repeats for you, uh, if you have listened back to day one. However, you probably have forgotten them by now, and it'll be t- worth taking a listen to again. And they're all from different experts and uh, provide you a variety here. And I know a lot of you have not listened since day one, so they'll be new for you. Either way, we hope you take a listen and enjoy. And uh, this tip today was taken off of episode number twelve, uh, way way back to the very beginning. This tip is by Fran Yurga, and Fran is one of the leading experts on hoof care. She writes a blog, and it is uh, actually covered hoof care and all things farrier and and uh, hoof for many many years. And we 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 follow her blog, and we hope that you do too. And we'll give you that information here in a little bit. But first, have you been thinking about some custom products for you or your horse? Maybe show off those unique barn colors. Then the Horse Depot is the place for you at thehorsedepotonline.com. From custom apparel to sheets to saddle pads to equine bags, they have the top names in custom that you want, including Blue Ribbon, Jax, Fenwick, and Tally Ho, and more. Get the cut colors and features you want for those spring sheets or protect your saddles bridles and show clothes with custom equestrian bags made in the colors of your choice and don't forget the finest in customer service from the that's the for all of your custom needs well let's uh, take a listen back to fran yurga from episode number 12 why well, fran welcome to horse tip daily we appreciate you being on the show well, hi, Glenn. It's great to be on. You know, I've been following your work for years, and we finally get to talk and meet. And I'm just so glad that we have a venue. You, you have a you're really specialized. How did you ever get so specialized in one area of the horse's hoof?
1: I think you could call it a a, a bit of a calling, Glenn. I. Was very interested. came down and said, Fran,
0: you're going to do this. We need you.
1: This is your mission in life. But really and truly, I was very interested in lameness problems in horses. And I just found that there was a real need for more information on the hoof itself. And I was very fortunate to run into some fantastic farriers in my work. And I said, gee, no one knows of all the work that's going on in the Farrier field and the Vet field where there are these emerging specialties and this is going to turn into something and I sure I was probably 10 years ahead of ahead of myself but it's been really really rewarding to see that even someone like you Glenn who 10 years ago would say oh gosh we don't need anything about hooves on our radio right, show right right now all of a sudden people are saying you know, Fran, you're really onto something with this hoof stuff. You you know, this is a really important part of, of horse care well, and you it's really something... have
0: taken the horse public dragging and screaming along.
1: No. <laughs> it has it has had to evolve and you know, I have to say that it's very, very rewarding to see that people are, are finally um starting to, to understand how important their horses' feet are and really take better care of them. It's 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 a wonderful thing. Well, is is it safe to say that
0: probably – well, I know it's safe to say I've owned a lot of horses uh, – that it's one of the most expensive parts of the horse on an ongoing basis. It's the one you spend a lot of money on every six weeks.
1: That, that is true, but I also would say that it's, it's – a very good investment and spending that money every 6 weeks is hopefully going to be insurance of against having to spend an awful lot more money should something go wrong and i believe that preventative maintenance on a horse's feet is the best investment that a horse owner can make Well great now you were a
0: journalist before you became a hoof expert
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, both careers uh, simultaneously, but Glenn, I have to correct you. I would never call myself a hoof, a hoof expert. expert. Never so call you a hoof I, I know. Uh-oh. I know a lot of hoof okay. experts, <laughs> and I've been very fortunate um, to work with them. And sort of took it upon myself to. Um, kind of spread the word about um, new developments in the field, I would by no means call myself an expert ever. (laughs) We'll call you a hoof journalist. Right, a
0: hoof journalist. (laughs) (laughs) We need to come up with a more clever name for that, I think. I know,
1: Uh, (laughs) I'll work on that one.
0: (laughs) All right, so what do you have for us today?
1: Well, I'm really interested in talking to you um, definitely about the prevention side of hoof care, and I'm sure that this is something that will be relevant to all your listeners, and I am convinced that this is where we should be putting our energy and our expertise is, number one, studying what is a good hoof, learning to recognize it, and making that a goal. And maybe it might not be a goal that you can accomplish overnight, but having people understand what they're working toward and what their horse's feet could optimally do for their horse and equating what a good, sound, healthy foot looks like to your eye. And I um, have some just some little tips that I'd like to share with people that I think might be helpful to them. And um, well, great, I'm, we'll
0: uh, we'll have you do one today, and then what we'll do is we'll just have you come back on the show again, if you will, and and we'll we'll parse them out so that people can uh, can learn more about this. You know, I think it is. I think with horses feet you trust your farrier and then uh, you know mo- a lot of people discover that they can't really trust their farrier because sometimes it's not good and they that at that point out of necessity they figure they have to start learning more and it's too bad it waits till that point in many cases
1: it does wait very much too long and i really feel that a lot of the problems that we're having with our horses can be traced back to the early years of a horse's life and um, either problems that developed then or that were ignored then because so many young horses are prepared for sale rather than to be kept by the owner and these problems get passed along down the line. And I, I would um, start with just the problem that we're having right now um, with moisture and how people could understand a little bit about the effects of an incredibly rainy season, like so many parts of the country had this past spring. Right. right. Um, this, this is going to be affecting your horse's feet for the rest of the summer. And I believe that if you can just come to grips with that and accept it, you'll be prepared for the inevitable that may happen now, this may be recognizable by um, the hoof wall becoming sort of soft and spongy, or the horse, if the horse is shod, may lose a shoe or the shoes may become loose, and people need to be aware that this could happen and what to do if it does happen all right i I would. Advise people to, um, if if you possibly can, take some pictures of your horse's feet and just um, try to take in as many points of your horse's feet as you can before the changes start. Um, Some of the changes that you might see, especially if your horse's pasterns are clipped, um, you may see that the uh, right along the hairline it gets sort of um, looks almost like there's a a a little. uh, transparent worm around the top of the hairline. Mm -hmm. It gets kind of swollen up. Um, That is um, your horse's natural reaction um, to the moisture. And if a horse is healthy and uh, metabolism is working correctly, usually horses can compensate um, for a really rainy season or a rapid change in environment, whether it's wet to dry or dry to wet. Um, our, as we all know, a lot of our horses are under stress, Glenn, and, right, right. and that can affect a horse's ability to um, adapt, as can uh, even things like going from a really dry stall, you know, with your beautiful fluffy shavings um, out into a wet paddock. Um, these are things that we'll see changes um, you know, in one horse and the horse in the next stall shows no changes at all. It's a very individualistic thing, but um, people need to be aware of it. Um, in many parts of the country, I believe that this summer, as it was back in 2006, we had a similar very, very wet season with lots of flooding. And in that year, I I can remember a lot of pastures were flooded and, right. and it changed um, some of the ways that the the grass grew and, and some you know, just environmental changes come in many different forms and it shows up on a horse's feet. And some horses will get also get, you know, some kind of a skin fungus or whatever but I, the feet are just amazing at being able to tell you what's going on in the rest of the horse's body. So we look, so the telltale signs we look for are? Are, um, you may notice that the foot maybe spreads out over the shoe a little bit more, or just when you press on the hoof wall, it seems like it's not as rigid um, as it normally would be. Um, You know, and and you may see an increase in um, some kinds of um, mild fungal problems. Um, You know, it's not unusual to see more thrush. In a worst-case scenario, there's another disease called canker, that seems to um, be reported more often in years when there's um, really a lot of moisture. So it's just something um, to keep in mind and, and uh, stay on top of it with your horse and work with your farrier, work with your vet, and um, any signs of uh, fungus or you know anything that's really different, um, I, I would um, try to nip it in the bud as soon as possible.
0: So take those pictures when the horse is healthy, right? So you have a reference point. Basically, you have your ground zero there. Yeah,
1: just you know, just you know, handling your horse's feet um, more often. um, We we find that you know people. I try to tell people just close your eyes. You know when you know if it's safe. You know don't take any chances with your horse. But try picking your horse's feet up and just hold them in your hands with your eyes closed and learn what it feels like. Learn to see your horse's feet through your, through your hands and what it feels like, you know, Mm -hmm. don't just depend on just on your eyes, but also what it feels like. What does that frog feel like? You know, how spongy is it? How soft is it? How hard is it? Um, Just learn to feel what's normal.
0: Great. And then that'll give you the reference point for what's abnormal at that point.
1: Hopefully you, you would recognize that. And it's, I think this is an especially important thing to do with young horses um, because if their problems are not taken care of, I, I believe it, it can have developmental problems later in life. And, and um just want to make sure that anything with a young horse is, is taken care of and they need their feet handled a lot. And I know it's not always easy to do. It's not but... always
0: the most fun thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's part of the deal. You have to yep. uh you have to train them and you have to get them used to having you handle their feet regularly.
0: All right. Well I think there were about four or five tips actually in the segment. <laughs> but where can people find out more about the hoof and, and what what your work is?
1: My work is is readily available. I have um both a website, which is www.hoofcare.com and either from there or directly you can go to a daily blog that I publish. The blog is called Fran Yerga's Hoof Blog and it's at uh, hoofcare.blogspot.com and that's where you'll find all kinds of links and articles and everything sort of under the sun that's related to the hoof and there are um, Believe it or not, we're about to have our fifth anniversary in September, so there are five years of articles there that people can go back and see a lot of video, a lot of photography, and a lot of resources um, for almost any hoof problem that you can imagine. And if it's not there, send me an email, and I will try to help you
0: all right great fran and i know you do good work i've i've been on your site for for a long time and there is a pile of stuff there and you can find the reference point really is hoofcare.com and we will have all the links on our website at horsetipdaily.com uh we have a page for each of the uh, sorry we're, we're calling them experts um a page for each of the experts and you can find uh fran, all of fran's links right there on our site as well well fran uh will you come back
1: I would love to, Glenn. You know, I could talk about this stuff all day. And you do. (laughs) As a matter of fact. But I'm not an expert, Glenn. Don't you be calling me an expert.
0: All right, I'll change your page.
1: (laughs) Thank you. All right,
0: Fran, we'll talk to you soon. Well, we hope you enjoyed and got something out of this revisit to the moisture and the hoof in the springtime with Fran Yerga. We hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget that you can find all of our shows at horseradionetwork.com and listen to the morning show live every morning, 9 a.m. Eastern on Horses in the Morning, or you can catch the replay immediately after. Well, that's it, everybody. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. We'll have this part two in this continuing spring series. And wear your helmet.